Welcome to the Triverse, where three generations of anime watchers discuss the past, the present, and the future of anime. Where our topics lead us not only in our universe, but what universes lie beyond. Thank you for enjoying today's episode, and we'll see you real soon. Enjoy! What's going on, guys and girls? It's your boy, GP, and we back at it again with the Triverse, with the and three back, lords of the back, universe. And we back, You know, we back, man. He, man. We got EGC Divine in the building. You know, so today's topic is something that, you know, we discuss a lot, man. We see it a lot on YouTube. We see it, we see it and we hear it a lot on different podcasts where people give their top five, maybe sometimes top 10 best fight scenes in anime. Remember, this is our opinion. We would love for you to give us your opinion. So down below in the comments or contact one of us and let us know what's your top five, but we'll save that to the end. Now we're going to jump into it. Um, I'm going to kick it off if y'all don't mind. I got a, I got a classic, man. I got a classic G Gundam, um, master versus student, Domo versus his master, Asia, um, where he basically takes him down, man, with his special move. But what I liked about this fight is um, what He-Man had said a few episodes back where anime kind of talks about our history, but obviously they spin it for the anime purposes. And, you know, they changed the country's name and stuff like that, where his master basically tricked them this whole time to get strong, fight all these warriors in the world tournament to become number one, just to beat him with a special technique he never showed him to take over and be the number one champ and then be the ruler of the world. But, you know, lo and behold, the master um, got beat by the student. The student took it straight to him towards the end and hit him with a special move of his own, which I thought was dope. And you know what's crazy about it is, you know, obviously everyone kind of copied Super Saiyan behavior because he went gold, obviously, when he hit him with the um, burning fingers. But I'm sorry. I, I really like animes because we do because we're doing this podcast. It made me realize that I really like animes where they're not screaming the power up. You know, I don't mind it in Dragon Ball, but I really don't care for it in other animes, man. I think only Dragon Ball yeah. should be yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yo, real talk. I don't know what it is. I think Dragon Ball should be the only one. <laughs> man, man, like, but it it is what it is. Now, this one, I had I had a I had a tough pick for number four because um, the the other animes that I pick, I really do like them as well. But my number one anime, I'm locked in. I'm locked in 100%. But the other ones to fill in the space, I really have to think about it. But I really like the fight between um, Edward Elric and his father in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, the, the, the anime based off the manga. I really like that fight because everyone came in, his teacher, Everyone that's um, in the military and same thing. I love history. So when when I realized this was about real life history that they put in the manga and they really they really had to go out father, man, you know, to find out that their father made a clone copy of himself um, trying to be God, trying to capture the sun sun power essence and all of that and then to be so arrogant to be like yo i wish you guys would take me down and then he 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 lost the power of god basically and then got taken down um by everyone hopefully everyone has seen this um spoiler alert then the brothers were actually able to get a true conclusion where um 
Now, I don't want to spoil it because I really think it's a good anime to watch. I don't want to spoil it. But for the ending to have happened, what happened, that was a dope fight scene. And it really showed that we can unite as a people. You know, we can have different views of opinions and politics and um, religion and everything like that. And we can come together to solve true world issues and beat the bad guy. Granted, in real life, it doesn't work that way. But that's why we have anime. Um my next one, I gotta go. I know I'm gonna hear he man on this one, but I gotta go with my boy Ichigo Kurosaki, man. Ichigo versus um Elric. Um, you know, he captured his girl. He was so arrogant, he was smarter than Ichigo. He thought he thought Ichigo was beneath him, he thought Ichigo was a peasant, and then Ichigo said, You know what, bro? That's enough. That's enough. That is enough and went full hollow on his ass and then smoked him, you know, punch, punched the hole right through his arrogance. And I think that's what really made me like this anime um, fight so much is that, you know, it really showed us that um, the bad guy sometimes is not that bad. They're just too smart. They're arrogant, they're arrogant as AF and you got to put them in their place. And there's nothing wrong with putting someone arrogant in their place. When they wrong, they wrong. And my man Ichigo was like, dog, you're not going to mess with my girl no more. You're not messing with my squad no more. It's time to go full hollow on your ass. I'm going to take you down like the dog you are. And he put him down. And they never brought him back. And I was like, yo, you can't beat that, man. Just one of the... So the satisfaction of him putting him down was just, just so crazy. And then for Ichigo to um, hit him with the special... You know, and then you got to think about it, too. That's your hero. You're looking at your hero turn into this kind of evil. He let the evil in him take over, but he used the evil as power to be good to take down the bad guy. So that, that's one of my favorite anime fights. So I believe that's three. Um, I'm going to speed it up. Number two for me, got to be Gohan. Team Gohan versus Cell, man. Team Gohan versus Cell. Yo, you know, you watch Cell abuse everybody, smack them around, smack Vegeta, Krillin, Yamcha, TN, yo, just talking that talk, man. You can't tell me Cell's not black, though. Cell got swag like a black dude. He, yo, he, he was talking that yin-yang, like when you used to play basketball back in the day, and that one dude was like, yo, nobody can stick me, nobody can stick me. So you say, you know what? I'm going to step up. I'm going to stick him. And then you shut him down. That's what Gohan did after he stepped on his boy's head. The, the way that they they choreographed everything and animated everything it was it was so in line with the time which was perfect and then for Gohan to turn Super Saiyan 2 I don't care what anybody says that was Super Saiyan 2 he went Super Saiyan 2 before his dad and Vegeta smack Cell Juniors around smacking Cell around but the thing that is so dope about Dragon Ball that they do dope is that Every time the main character is about to go down, they have that inter monologue with themselves where they're like, yo, I can't do it, man. I don't got no more energy. And then someone always in the background is like, shut your mouth. You got this. And then they reach deep down inside and realize that, you know, RIP Kobe Bryant, they got that Mamba mentality where they're like, yo, I'm a dog, man. I'm going to get this fool. And then for him to hit him with the, you know, shout out to Vegeta, because if it wasn't for Vegeta with the distraction, I don't know if they was going to be able to take Cell down the way that they did, but the father-son Kamehameha wave. Woo, man. You know, I, I don't know about y'all, but I know my dad ain't to anime, but it would have been dope if he was. And 
me and him hitting a Kamehameha wave or something. So I'm going to have to hit it with Junior one day, and we're going to have to hit that Kamehameha wave. Um, obviously, we don't got no bad guys to take down, but, you know, it'd be dope to do one day. Listen, guys and girls, I'm going to wrap it up with some, um, I would like to say Fire Force, obviously Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia, all these new animes, they do have dope fight scenes. This next and last one for me has amazing, amazing, amazing tag team, um, one-on-ones, one-on-six, 1v6 fights that were amazing. But my favorite fight scene is Gata versus Rock Lee in the tournament, man, the tuning exam. Rock Lee, I don't care, once again, I don't care what anybody says, they treated Rock Lee like he was a black character in real life. They dogged him out, no respect. He said, I'm gonna stand on top of this statue. Master, it's okay? And, and, and for... Guy Sensei to be like, yo, let it loose on him. Yo, he took the weights off, came down, was smashing God. Yo, Naruto and Sasuke, the two main characters in this anime, copied Rock Lee eventually down the line, especially Sasuke when it came to the Hidden Lotus. Um, God just went off, man. And God, and, and no, sorry, Rock Lee went off. And Rock Lee showed that training training sometimes is just as important as everything else you do. You, you can be the weakest guy in the group, but if you train hard enough, you can get there. You can be number one. You can be at the top. And that's what I really like. Um, I don't know if that's the message it was trying to get at, but that's the message that I received that if I work hard enough, I could be that. I could be that guy that I'm trying to be. I could be number one. And also, you don't got to tell everybody you're working out. You don't got to tell everybody how strong you get. But when the day comes and they need they need they need the strongest person on the scene, you take them weights off and you show them what's up. So that that's my top five. Um, what's yours, man? What, what you guys got for me? What you guys got for the people, man? I want to hear this. Oh, man, I think I'm already about to start with controversy. I'm about to start with controversy, and I'm going to start it real hard. I'm going to say your number two, I don't even consider a fight. That wasn't even a fight. Why not? I'm, all, I'm already calling right here. I, I actually don't like Gohan versus Cell. What? I actually preferred watching Goku versus Cell before I watched Gohan versus Cell. Because Gohan versus Cell wasn't even a fight. Those two barely throw hands. Those two did not throw hands. It was Gohan saying, no, I'm not going to fight. Cell Jr. is giving everybody the work. He getting mad. He finally blows up all Cell Juniors. He just stands there in front of Cell, grabs the Sensu beans, throw it back at people, beat up Cell with like three punches and one blast he ate from him, and then regurgitate 18, call it a day. That ain't a fight. You know what? Fair enough. Cell but... kills. Cell kills. Cell kills trunks. He said, "Oh, I'm gonna hold back and try through that." Vegeta gets in the way. He throws a blast. All of a sudden, he gives up. That ain't a fight. What? Hey, listen. You telling when... me after all of that, we giving you all the power, but we expecting you to pull your weight to finally throw hands because this now has no excuses against you. You are already better. Prove it. Nah, bro. He already he already said, "Hey, Dad, I need you to take over, bro. I can't handle it anymore." What? <laughs> Piccolo knew he wasn't strong enough. Still stepped up. Tn always holding it down. Says he's sick and tired of Super Saiyans, Super Namekians, <laughs> and androids, and throwing up. 
Y'all should know she about to get killed again. Still stood up. Krillin was like, I'm doing it for, for your pops. Because if I lay down, laying down, letting his son fight this alone, I would be a, I couldn't look him in the eye. And you saying Gohan did something? Nah, bro, that wasn't a fight. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody that, got that was that was going to be a one-sided brawl that he just threw hands and just like the Celtics in this series, I'm dating myself on this one. Just kind of <laughs> gave it up on Game Six. That's how it went down. They had the game, the win right there, and they just kind of fumbled it. That was fumbled, what happened. They fumbled the bag. <laughs> they fumbled the bag. All right, listen, now, I'm, I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna give you that, but but when you're a gang or a group, if your man's get taken down and then you lose too, that's your loss too. He took okay. down Cell Juniors, and then yo, hey, no one told him to get distracted by Vegeta. That's his fault. When you you gotta keep your head on the swivel at all mm-hmm. times. He got distracted mm-hmm. with his arrogance. It's not his fault that his father came down, came back from heaven. <laughs> and helped him hit him with a bigger blast. It's not his fault, you know. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't ask Goku to come help him. Goku came and help him. Hey, listen, listen. Cell was arrogant. I, I honestly, out of all the bad guys, Cell is the only bad guy that I wish won. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I mean, you I like okay? So was. again, I mean, a lot of people were saying that too. He was one of the few people to actually be better than everybody at the moment outside of what we ended up seeing later on which is Beerus and Jiren point blank period everybody else true, true. they had an increment of being stronger than the bad guys super boo kid boo even just in general just based off of what was the energy and what was thrown in but I know uh, we can leave it into the comments I know this going to throw into war who who would actually look at this and consider it even a fight and consider if it's a good fight or not but I'm a, I'm I'm a, I just want to throw off already with the controversy and then go into my five my five starting off with this I'll start off with something very recent something that I I very much enjoyed and I think a lot of people actually really do enjoy too uh, because the anime is getting a little bit interesting. It's it's a two-parter. It's two fights in the same anime within the same season. And I'm not I'm not saying that there's not going to be probably a better fight in amongst them, but this is off my initial memory. Juju Kaizen. So I'm already getting you guys thinking yes, about, sir. oh, Juju Kaizen, which, which fight are you going to mention? There are some really good ones. I'm like, we already know what you guys are thinking about because my man's already brought up about the 2v1. We, I got two 2v1s that I'm immediately throwing down. We got, we got the fight at the school where we got our main hero pissed at this, this homunculus of a, of a twosy of a dude, never even being able to use a domain expansion until in the midst of the fight. And him and his teacher threw hands, bruh. They're like, fight back, fight back. And this dude couldn't do crap. And then obviously the other better tank team, Toto, Jugo versus Hinami, mm. if I remember correctly. That was a ridiculous fight. Yeah. Brothers were throwing, they were throwing hands, combining techniques, using like link the choreography the whole sonography of it all showing every angle you did not miss a blow you did not miss a hit and it was 
amazing. For me, I started out, I was a bit worried because a few of the other fights I'm mentioning are a bit older where I know for a fact they pulled from action movies, definitely of uh, Eastern descent where they, they, they fully commit both their actors and their stunt men into a fight scene. This was something that I was like, oh, okay. No powers. I mean, there were powers thrown in, but nothing to kind of be off of too much flash. They kind of really wanted to show literally my dudes just going into it with a bunch of choreography that could be sensible, that made sense to their lore and didn't kind of break, break out of my own realism and reality. And that was just a quick five. My four, everybody mentions it. Everybody kind of Looking over, uh, I'm giving you that call back onto your bleach <laughs> because I feel like the music, not only the fight, but the music alone kind of added to the fight as well. Uh, my boy Ichigo smacking out first quick, real quick three piece on some sub lieutenants out in the mm. Soul Society arc and then fighting Biakura. Yeah, bro. He said he wanted to. He wanted to not just show out saying, "Hey, bro, I trained and I'm ready." And I'm not a big fan of Ichigo. I feel like he's just he's just giving every uh, a new power up every every big boss of the week. But that's just me. I still enjoy the Anvil, though. But for sure, I look at that fight, and my gosh, not only just. The premise of sword skill, but also the abilities that were done, they were no slouches on either side. And the music, and then a little bit of the marriage just made it kind of enjoyable to kind of give it that top prime spot for me. There are other fights, but I'll give it that top, that top snog for me because it deserved it. And it was the uh, us bleach fans appreciate that though. Yeah, it it was it was it was (laughs) definitely where the series was very much rounded and the sense of a power scale was definitely apparent, not wishy-washy like some series. They get a power scale and they throw it out later on the season. Three. Now, when I get to the top three, it's very interesting because for me, my top fights in the top three to two are definitely interchangeable. But he had already mentioned Naruto, and he already mentioned, of course, the big fight. Got, got what what really probably got me heavily more into anime mm-hmm. and understanding what the fight scene is: Gar versus Faros versus Lee. Absolutely. But in that twin hands going into Shippuden, for me though, mm-hmm. seeing Obito versus Kakashi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, bro, sir. The uh, the the. The illusions, the two sides of the same coin of both rivals, but also seeing they could be friends, interaction between both of those two fights in that same series brought a legacy for myself compared to what I was seeing early on, at least with Shupin. And I thought they were going too much with the flash for them to kind of, at least with that fight, before they knew it was going to go over the top, to at least give us that, bruh, mighty respect to the animators. Thank you for at least letting people throw on beta hands, give us a bit of skill, 
and it was more of a technical fight. People were outthinking each other. People were obviously using practice techniques, showing that the choreography was just as important as the abilities of each individual. And getting to show both abilities of individual made it so much more important. Now, the other two Langerfin are quite interchangeable um, as my tops. And it's funny because a few of them I definitely didn't mention as far as top genres or, or even mentions for myself as top animes, but these were really good just because of how, maybe, maybe it's because of how maybe it was drawn out and it was given that, that crescendo of its own story within the story it was building. I'm going to do these two pretty quickly. You mentioned Full Metal Alchemist, and it was great, and I appreciate it. And I'm like, I had a thought in my mind about a Full Metal Alchemist fight. And enjoying everybody throwing hands was one thing, but in Brotherhood, when you look back, one of the, one of the truly impressive fights that I didn't expect would going to be that amazing had to be Wrath versus Scar. My gosh! When you got you when you got the Fuhrer up in here already looking at deep six and plenty of people taking out a tank with just a broadsword, a grenade, yeah. and he just finding a dude with his bare hands, bruh. What? From then on, I was like, all right, gotta respect the scar, man. He got skills, but you gotta understand this dude had motivations. This dude never took an L at all in the series. Our hero was literally about to get waxed by this dude. We get a dude who was a villain to give back into that. I was like, yo, this is this is this is by far had to give it myself. It, it's honorable mention, but it's not one of my two. My two are both in the features of sports anime. I mean, more or less sports anime. And these two are definitely in the premise of interchangeable for me, depending on where you kind of go and what I'm interested in at the moment. For me, is if people ever heard of a series, Kenichi, the world's greatest disciple, I know some people have, he's had plenty of fights. The man is learning multiple martial arts in this series. I do suggest you definitely watch this series. But he has done something that kind of, as me as martial artists, of doing boxing myself, and also getting into a few other, so myself had done something in his final fight, at least in the anime, not including the OVAs, against one of his oldest of friends, then turned rival. And he showed me something about martial arts that truly resonated to me to not only just martial arts, but any new skill that I've learned. The first thing of any skill that you learn ever is that you're always, you're almost always taught besides what is definitely an instinct and you're always learning through repetition. The imitation is your first, is your first act of learning any new skill. And for me, life as skills. a life skill, mm -hmm. it's always something I've had to keep up on. And it's always how it is. 
understanding where somebody stands, move, not only just in martial arts, but handling certain new skills in your job and your way of life, even in driving, just trying to get yourself in the posture before you make it into your own. You're always, even if it's consciously or subconsciously, you're imitating who you're learning from. And on the flip side, not an anime, uh, sports anime, but I think is also undersold as a shonen anime, uh, a show called Hitman Reborn. Uh, going back to what he was talking about, having a guy being the lowest but could be proven to become stronger is definitely a paramount in this series to the point that he's getting stronger, not only for himself to change himself, but also to the people he has since become close to and gone to be better for. And in that fight, there's he's, he's had plenty of fights. A lot of people would say there's a bunch that would be very good and very interesting. My best fight for him was against soon to be subordinate, but at the time rival, like up neck and neck. And he knew he was weaker then, but a big boss of his own, Zanzis. And if y'all look back at this fight, it had everything. There was a there was a story to be told from lower beginnings to truly him failing onto his own that he finally realized what he wanted and what it meant to grab what he wanted and what he knew that he wasn't just going to earn it and his people are not going to lie it down. He had to fight for it. But that's just me, man. Look them into this. If you haven't mm. heard about this, I hope you guys look into those. I would love to hear your respect if you have heard about it and think about those fight scenes. But what about this? Some guys, man. Come on. You got to have something for us. All right. So <clears throat> with the little bit I have watched, I'm going to go a little, well, not really that old school. I'm going to go with my first one, not in order, Justice League, Superman versus Captain Marvel. Now, that fight was crazy. I saw I watched that fight like millions of times. Sometimes I skip through the whole episode just to watch the fight. That, <laughs> fight. that fight was crazy. You know, I mean, it's not Japanese anime, but it's anime. You know, and they got into that fight because, you know, if, not, if y'all if y'all are familiar with Captain Marvel, he's really a he's a he's a 12 year old kid in a 30 year old's body. So he's kind of gullible. So, you know, he had said some, made some statements to the media about Lex Luthor being a good guy now, you know, him being a part of the Justice League, you know, that pissed Superman off and he confronted them and they had, they exchanged words and they, you know, they started thumping. Because I think Captain Marvel and Superman are about the same age in regards to the age of the comic books, same type of strength. So seeing these two dudes go at it for about a good 10 minutes, you know, was like, was like wild, you know, and this dude like grabs Superman and starts saying Shazam. And every time he says Shazam, the thunder comes, he starts clapping them with the thunder. I remember Shazam, that. Bow. Shazam, bow. Shazam, bow. <laughs> Nonstop. You know, you know, he, just, he just kept with, he just had Superman up like this, Shazam, bow. Shazam, bow. Yo, like he was, like he, like he was trying to resuscitate him. <laughs> and then um, Superman got out of it and the Thunderbolt hit Captain Marvel, turning him back into a little kid. And he was about to say Shazam, Shazam again. Superman said, ah, ah, no, no, we're done, we're done, we're done. <laughs> so that one, um, also, when, um, the next one was, I won't give it to One Piece. 
the fight with Luffy and Arlong. And the way he snapped that dude's nose was crazy. Like this ripped his nose off. That's kind of, that was kind of brutal. You know, I know there's plenty more fights for me to see in One Piece. But we've been watching this sporadically. You know, and I've been getting busy and I got this thing. I can't, now that my son's watching it with me, you know, I don't want to watch it unless he's there because he's so excited about it. So, you know, so I'm on my kind of, since that's such a long anime, I got plenty of time. You got plenty of time. Thousands You're not going to miss much. <laughs> yeah. So, and it, it's a good It's a good fight. Definitely, yeah. uh, definitely noteworthy. Right. You, but you'll be, good. you'll be, you'll be in for some, some really good ones. And the fans know. The fans. Oh know. yeah. We know you know. Yeah, y'all know. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, we know. Now, y'all done took my actual favorite anime fight, the Gohan versus Cell one. So, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give my twist on. I'm, I'm gonna say why it's one of my favorite anime fights. Um, the part where Android sixteen tells him to let it go. He said, "Yo, oh, like Elsa." Mm. He said, "Yo, throw, throw, yo, throw, throw me over there a second. I need to talk to Gohan. Don't take my head, throw it over there." <laughs> so, Mister Satan, you know, <laughs> took his head in a very scary manner, places him near Gohan. Yo, Gohan, check it out, man. Let it go, man. Drop this dude. Just let it go, you know, because in life, all of us, it happened to all of us. We all have a tendency to like hold certain things back. And it's usually during the worst situations. We over there like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna let it slide, I'm gonna walk away. Yeah. And then you need that. Sometimes we're waiting for someone to say it's okay, but we're held back through whether it's religious beliefs or whether it's through something my parents told us when we was a kid or True. whether we're afraid to go to prison or, you know, or we might get in trouble or no one might like you. But sometimes you just got to let it go full force. And when I was in martial arts, one of the main things my teacher would tell me is stop thinking. You know, you, you think too much. Just stop thinking. Just throw the damn punch. Just throw the, throw the damn kick. Just do the move. Do the damn move. Stop thinking. And Gohan's like, yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna walk away. Yo, Cell's a monster. This dude is a savage. There, this dude cannot turn. Hey, you know, he's not like Vegeta. He's not like Piccolo. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not even like Frieza. This dude cannot turn good at all. And if he does, I'll be very surprised. Somewhere down the line in Dragon Ball Super, he bring him back, and he's a good guy. Who knows? But this dude is pure evil. He's over there, like, yeah. I'm you know, I don't want to fight you. I mean, I forgive you. I'm gonna let you go. Like, what? You know, I also think we as a people can relate to that. Stop holding back. Stop holding back. So that whole speech with Android 16 telling go on. And then after he killed Android 16 and it was over, he just, he straight just. Hey, power overpowered everybody, man. He just became Gohan, the Gohan we've been waiting for. And then they castrated him. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> they, they turned him into a, a husband. <laughs> a, a house they, husband. Yeah, they turned him into a straight human. <laughs> they, he, 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 didn't have, he didn't have that same energy for the whole, for the rest of the day all series. <laughs> Man, I hope with this movie coming out that they do something with him. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's that. Um. I'm gonna give it to Afro Samurai for my next one when he fought against um the clone that that cult brought out. Yep, yep, yep. And the reason why I like that one is because 
he had to think outside the box because the clone was doing everything he was doing. And fighting the character that mirrors everything you're doing, you have to do something you normally wouldn't do. So he had to figure that out because he was getting, that clone was whooping him. So he went into meditation mode and just, just let it loose and dodge, dodge, did that backflip over the daggone thing and did that Voltron chop. <laughs> that Voltron blazing sword chop right through his body. Let me see, what's that? That's three so far. Well, next one, I'm trying to decide between two episodes of the Boondocks. The one where Stink Miner returned and possessed Tom. Yeah. Or the one where he fought Uncle Ruckus in the movie theater. Mmm. Okay. Two good ones. Two good ones. The one where he fought Uncle Ruckus was the first time we seen Huey. Ah, no. He fought Raleigh before. That was a pretty good fight, too. But that was the one where, you know, we, we seen the skills of, um, of Huey. But I think I'm going to go after the woman um, where Stink Miner comes back. And, um, because there was something about the scene that looked kind of crazy. It looked like a video game. And then they're over there jumping Tom and they doing all their moves. Raleigh's throwing his fist and Grandpa got the belt and Huey's doing the martial arts, doing the kicks and all that. So I thought that scene was was dope. Honorable mention to um <laughs> the black dude who got his head cut off by stigma on his people. Boshito Brown. Boshito Brown. That's my, that's my ish, like I said in Yo, previous episodes. That's my ish. Why, why are they going to disrespect my man Jim Kelly like that? Yo, Come on, man. Jim cut Kelly's his heart. Yo, cut it rest clean. Rest, rest, in, rest, in, Yo, rest in fighting. Yo, yeah, rest, rest in fighting. I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rest in war. You know, Jim Kelly's the god. You know, but that was also a dope scene. Uh, okay. What could be my last one? I don't know. What could be my last one? Let's see. What could be the last one? Because that's four I did, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, man. I'm going to have to think about this last one, man. Um, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to go with Gohan versus Frieza. Because that's the very reason why I kept watching the whole series of Dragon Ball. Because I hated Frieza. And I usually like the villain. But some reason I just get it, I just didn't like this kid. Like this, this I was like, yo, someone needs to smack this kid up. I was like, damn, this is pretty tough, man. Is, 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 is Gohan gonna win? Because I thought Piccolo had it. I said, yeah, Piccolo's gonna come handle that. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. Um, so you <laughs> said no, not him. <laughs> all right, I guess not. Okay. Uh, and Goku comes and they're fighting for like a season. Or two, you know, and, the and this, whole thing. this dude just kept coming back, you know, coming back and coming back. I mean, this dude was cut in half, floating in space, and still came back. <laughs> Got some pistol, put some band-aids on, you know, <laughs> went to the chiropractor, did some physical therapy, you know, you know, yeah, his, pop, his, pop, <laughs> his pops put some some iodine on him or something like that. I don't know, man. He's he, that you know, Ben Gay, that Tiger Bomb. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he's came, you know, and he, he wants to bring the sauce again. And I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought they were going to fight again. And then Trucks comes and what well, that's that? Not to give it away, spoiler. I don't, don't want to give things away for, for fans that didn't really 
watch it, you know, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that fight was intense. He get Frieza had like all these different forms. He, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was Goku and, um, Frieza definitely, you know, I want to give an honorable mention, um, to one punch man. And, um, there was, was a few fights. <laughs> there was a few good fights in one punch, man. Um, even the fight with that, 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 that rapist dude in the, um, the fish guy was kind of, was kind of crazy. I can't even figure out but my favorite because when, when one punch man fights, he hits them and that's it. So, I mean, it's like the title, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I, that's why I'm giving the honorable mention to one punch man, just in general, because there's a fight on there all the time. Well, we're doing that. I want to give one to um, Samurai Champloo, man. Um, which one? I would say the the sequence of the last fight, because there was multiple fights in it, but they had to fight a, a real samurai master, you know what I mean, that worked for the government, that basically hit him with a shot, was hitting him with shadow blows, just, just fading through them to knock him out, and they finally got the upper hand towards the end, and then Mugen had to fight his, his long-lost... Um, he had to fight two enemies. He had to fight the brother of an enemy and the real enemy that was after him. So shout out, shout out to that anime. And plus, that's when I found out about lo-fi hip-hop beats and everything like that. So shout out to them and their fight scenes as well. Was it New New J- New? What's his name, E-Man? Uh, New Jabez is the name of the uh the, the composer, the artist that that kind of brought it all together. And if we are doing one honorable mention for sure. I know I threw in a few into the midst for me. Have to be my my boy uh Afro Samurai. Granted, it is gory and money as but in that anime, my gosh, the fight scenes were surreal to the period that they were trying to depict. That where Samurai Champloo was going the, the comedic route but of common of uh but of common lineage of being uh, a samurai to no master this was just truly the definition of trying to hone your craft lead it off revenge and being the best in the ancient and just pulling off that no sword fight was just some simple oh oh cut i got the blade to your neck Oh, we end it there. Now, people, people are lies back in those time periods. People didn't just challenge people for no reason. And it reminded me very much of the old school samurai movies where people are like, yeah, a fight could yeah. literally end with like one cut and a dude just drops. And it because it, it, cause like like getting cut by a sword, especially even going into more more Victorian or more uh, 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 crusade times, like you, you, you cut nab by moon for there were no anesthetics, there was no modern medicine. It's a wrap. People could bear people could barely handle what they did with their waist. You were pretty <laughs> much a done deal. You had to learn how to cut before then cut, or be able to be strong enough body wise to take hits and not be put down. True, that's very true, man. That's very true. 
Cause like you said, man, you you get a paper cut back then. That's it. <laughs> like that thing gets infected. That's a wrap. Ain't no alcohol. Ain't no prep pads. Ain't no ain't no big old band aid, man. If they can't stop the bleeding, that is a wrap for you, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a just a kiss on the boo boo. That's it. So imagine, like you said, imagine imagine stepping up to a samurai where you're like, man, he whack. I'm gonna challenge you for your your headband. All right, cool. Let's do it. Choo choo choo. Now you're on the floor bleeding. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Yo, walking with the, the samurai's walking away while you on the ground bleeding, and you can't even call for help because nobody's coming. There's no 911. There's no there's no cell phone. There's nothing. You you just bleeding out on the ground, looking up in the sky, hoping that you get into um wherever your creator is gonna send you and, and it's positive. Man. Like, damn, where am I going after this? Yeah, <laughs> it's a wrap. Wish I had some sake. Damn, no sake. Could you at least give me some sake? You damn. know, that's funny you say that because then you get the animes that, or the movies. Yeah, come here. Uh, 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 I have a final wish. Bro, imagine, imagine bleeding out. Now you got to think of a final wish. You got to tell this person your final wish and hope and pray. That 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 they take care of your final wish because if they don't, they don't, you know. And then your family's like, "Damn, he really went out to go get some bread. He never came back. <laughs> it was a wrap for him. He never came back. Damn, what happened bread. to him?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine that they should like do like a special anime where the families of the people are like, "Yeah, well, how come he never came back? What if happened? Yo, how come you never? What happened to him? <laughs> like, damn." You know what? What? What happened to um? What's his name? What's his name? Um, the Indian dude from Dragon Ball. Ah, shoot. Um, Kakam was it? Was it Kakam? I think he used to fly up in the air and fly back down. (laughs) Well, I don't think he made it out of the Piccolo saga. He's like, oh, whatever happened to him? Like, what happened to Baba? He never came back. Dang. They took him out. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, they can always go find the Dragon Balls and try to wish him back. But I, I, I don't. You know, think. that's the that's the annoying thing yeah. about that show that they can wish him back. Like, come on, man. that's that's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. Like, man, some of these dudes don't really need to come back. They don't need to come back. They ain't doing nothing. Back. They ain't doing nothing, man. These you know guys don't. Go ahead. Like I, I, I was just gonna say, I'm like, dang, you guys don't have to gang up on Yamcha. We already know he's getting in the L. <laughs> Y'all don't need what a bag it? on okay. him. Okay, what? At I least mean, leave his life. Give him first the of chance. All, <laughs> why did they make him so weak? Like, why did they make him so whack? I mean, how was he such a simple? They took Boma. his girl away from him. Man, he used to be I mean, a dog. Human? And Vegeta took Boma from him. It was. A- I mean, he's human. <laughs> hey, yeah, but he was still nice though. He, really? he was nice in the beginning. I don't know, bro. He was he was he was being he was being outbeat by by uh, uh, a lesser, which I believe Prillin at the age of nine was just as strong, if not stronger, than him. Yeah, well, and he was he like 15, 15, 17. Then Krillin, since then, got his power boost. While this dude was training with while while okay, so Krillin got his his talent unlocked by a guy who's considered a guru amongst some people. Yeah. Yamcha got trained by a deity 
of the quadrant of galaxy that they were in. Which do you think should have gotten stronger? Well, you know what happened, though, right? They trained, and he's the first person once the androids show up that got waxed. Well, there's a reason (laughs) for that. There's a reason for that. See, Yamcha wasn't really thorough with his training. Yeah. So let's take TN. TN was always training. No matter where TN was, in the mountains, in the temple, you know, in the water, he was always training. Every time you see him, TN was training. Yep. Yamcha was just chilling. <laughs> Whenever you see Yamcha, he was always chilling. Yeah, he was. He was. He was doing off his baseball career. He was. He was trying to make money, make ends meet, trying and to also, live, not have to be stuck in uh, Grandpa Roshi's place. But he was also doing that whole that same old wolf fight move and all that. Like, you don't realize that don't work anymore, man. That. It don't that, work. No, because the neo tribeam don't works. Nah, like the neo tribeam or the destructo disc nah. work. Come on, guys. <laughs> Yo, listen. T- give it to I'd rather get. I'd rather get hit by by the destructo disc. Exactly. Then homie just screaming that wolf bullshit. Excuse my language. The BS, and then they just putting them down in the ground. Man, come on, man. Then they they did they didn't have to play him like that. <laughs> They and then did. in Dragon Ball Super, he didn't even get picked. Nope. Oh, uh, <laughs> y'all don't want to pick me anymore? Nah, you stay there. You stay there. You stay there. You good. Yeah, but brother, <laughs> we knew was even training. If go, okay, That's so true. at this point, if 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 he was at least training, at least he could have given Gohan prior to going working out with Piccolo some work. He couldn't even do that. Right. And like, he couldn't um, hold himself when they were going to fight Frieza again. He kind of, he had a nervous breakdown. I can't do it, guys. I can't PTSD. do it. That's why Krillin is one of my favorite characters. Because as a human, he done went through it with Frieza, Cell. He was in all the big fights. Even died a couple of times. <laughs> Bro. Freeze it, killed him like a dog, man. Tossed him in the air, just popped him in front of everybody. Yo, that was that. Go, go, go. You have to do all of that, though. <laughs> well, I think Freeza, you know, Freeza is the Marlo Stanfield of anime. If y'all ever watched mm-hmm. The Wire, Marlo's that dude, you're like, yo, man, yo, someone got to take this dude out. So Freeza's that, someone got to take this motherfucker out. I mean, someone got to take this dude out. Excuse my French. But someone got so someone got to take this cat out. Man. Well, I mean, to to other people who may not watch the wire but have watched Power, yeah, he pretty much ghost. He he the ghost in the series. That's like, a good way to put it. He 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 he, he 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 in his own bag that most people couldn't even touch. And if he needs somebody handled, he had people to handle it. But if he wanted it clean, he handled it himself, and you didn't hear no, you didn't hear nothing from nobody if he handled it himself. Hmm. Hmm. Ghost. Interesting. Felt like felt like he was untouchable until he got touched, and then it was. Well, I guess and we don't hear my, about ghosts no more. I guess my question with that is: so did people want Ghost dead? Oh, absolutely. The, way- the man had enemies. His wife wanted him gone. Well, I'm talking about fans, like for example. Oh, the, the people I talked to about the wire, everyone was saying, "Yeah, man, Omar's gonna get Marlo. He's gonna get him." Yeah, 
Is it what's it? I watched Power a little bit. I never finished mm-hmm. it. You know, okay. I never I always thought Ghost was the hero more so than the villain. I mean, people, so here's the thing. Ghost was definitely no, uh, he was no saint, even though he plays it off, even though he plays it off on his. And I think more people were intrigued with how he ran things and how he lived his lifestyle and very much hated his son because he was a degenerate who was getting all that flash and silver spoon and wasn't being, being, well, to a lot of people, was just being ungrateful and just hated hated the actor as well as his character, which is tough, tough for him. But nah, bro, he was he among women. He didn't like him because he was the epitome of misogyny leading up to it. Uh, to other people, like this dude pushed. So if you ain't a fan of drug dealers, you definitely didn't like him either. So okay. at this, yeah. So at this point, like Ghost, Ghost was was very much like Pablo Escobar. You were intrigued about the lifestyle, but you 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 truly couldn't like him as a person. You right. couldn't trust him. You couldn't you 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 would you would hopefully want to live his lifestyle without the drama. But you knew if you saw him on the streets, you you walk in the opposite side. You didn't want but nothing fact, to you do with that smoke. <laughs> well mm-hmm. yeah or well, well, on that level but I think the more so than ghosts as far as the most hated character will probably be Tariq. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Yo, people listen, are like that's, that's stepping to Tariq on the, on the oh elevator. Like, yo, man. Yo, bro, how you gonna do your, how you gonna get your, how you gonna do your sister like that, man? He's like, yo, I'm all your actor. I, I didn't write the script. <laughs> yes, let's, let's, let, okay, again. And uh, let it be said, there's a lot of actors who, who, who the fan base can't pull them apart from their, their, their roles. You get that a lot with with uh, Mark Hamill, Jack Nicholson, uh, William Dafoe, like mm. them playing crazy maniacs. People can't see them else without being a, a man. Well, at least at least with Mark Hamill, it's definitely his voice sound manic. William Dafoe, everybody just associates him to just being a, an absolute maniac, which like. He played one good. He played a really good goblin, and everybody just wants him to play do a Joker. I'm like, geez, man, really? You just want to tie me up to a sociopath? Or um, what's another good point? Um, yo, you know, um, he he might not be up there 100 like mm-hmm. to the point where you guys are saying, especially Tariq, um, Todd. I think he's Aliquest, the guy from uh, Breaking Bad. He he, oh. he was he was one of the cooks, um, and his brothers was part of that skinhead motorcycle. Um, oh man, I hate that guy. Listen, oh, and, you and, mean that that um that awkward dude? Yeah, yeah, bro. That, I, um, that Jesse ended up well, the one that that, that yeah, Jesse took care of later on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, brother, let me way. tell you, he I was watching um Fargo on the plane, mm-hmm. um. And and he wound up being in one of the episodes, bro. I was like, oh, come on, man. Get, man, get this, man, get this fool out of here, man. I cannot watch him in nothing, man. I ever since he did what he did in Breaking Bad, I was like, yo, F this guy, man. Yo, in real life and in TV shows. I don't want, bro, I don't want, I don't want him no. If they say, yo, we'll give you a free autograph or 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 get punched in the stomach, yo, bro, punch me in the stomach, man. 
punching my stomach, man. I, I don't want to see this guy, man. I don't want him nowhere near me, man. I don't even want him breathing the same air as me. I do not like him. Maybe one day I'll get over it, but I just can't. I can't. I mean, it's it's funny you even mentioned bringing back because I was about to mention Gus and how his his <clears throat> the guy who played him did such a good job. Such a good job. They literally made a sequel to a video game and oh, allowed him true. to just be him pretty much that with a lot more power, a lot more uh, uh, control, and allowed him just to be himself. They allowed him to pretty much buy rent everything. And everybody was just like, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, we, we, we admit it. this man is too good of a role. He's he, he killing it. This Gus 2.0. This is Gus controlling a country. This is Gus. Like I don't think Walter could 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 nah. could be able to clean this up with no pipe mm-hmm. bomb. Nah, bro. Nah. There's no piss <laughs> off on this. Yeah, yeah, Gus was an ill. He, he was he was ill dude. He was an ill dude. That's why I got to finish Better Call Saul. I haven't, yeah, I haven't started too. in a while, but I got I got I got to get back to that man. But um, I have a brother. Renault that feels the same way about Nicolas Cage. What Nicolas Cage do to anybody? I gotta I, hear this. I don't know. He I gotta hear this. He's like, yo, he be like, yo, man, because he's from New York. He's like, yo, if I ever see uh, a man, I'm, I'm rocking him. I'm like, dang. Why? That, yeah, I gotta talk <laughs> to him. Don't man. Like I, gotta... that <laughs> I just can't stand him. <laughs> what, what's the role? What role yeah, I don't I know what... that Nick Cage did that you don't like? I mean, I, I don't know what he just well, don't well, like him. Well, you know what? I'll give him that for years, for years. And Shaquille O'Neal, if you ever listen to this podcast, I forgive you. We cool now. Yo, I, for years, I did not like for Shaq. I did not like him at all. Shaquille O'Neal, I did not like him at all. And my number one reason is he came to the Boston Celtics. He literally played. And then in the playoffs, he got hurt or something like that. And was just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to retire. I was like, what? And basically his reasoning, they, well, you know, when they, when they break it down, all he had to do was lose some weight and he would have been all right. But this man literally knew he was done with basketball. Let the Boston Celtics give him a million dollars to play for the season. They happened to make it to the playoff. He got hurt and was just like, yeah, I'm retiring, man. I'm all set. I'm, I'm, I'm over this basketball ish. And I was like, yo, I really can't rock with this dude for that, man. I, I, same thing. If they said get a roundhouse kick or get hit with a chidori, bro, hit me with the chidori, bro. Yo, hit me with a command, man, bro. If I survive, I survive. Matter of fact, let it be back in the day in samurai time. Slice me with the sword, bro. Let me lay down. I'm going to give you my last wish. Just tell my family I didn't make it. Then wow. get an autograph from Shaq. I did not like Here him. Curry. Here Curry. That's it. You know what I mean? I did not like him. But now... I'm cool with him. I think he's funny. I think he's a cool guy. That's all right. I get I, I, like I said, I get over it eventually. I, I'm I'm flabbergasted. I'm I'm like y'all I, I, the reason why I'm flabbergasted is because y'all didn't realize with how many teams this man bounced around with and already had a couple of championships under his belt that you don't think at that age, at that time, with how young that team was. That he didn't want out. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. We, no, like we, Miami was like, we need, we knew we could probably finagle a chip out of him for one year, and that's it. Then we moved <laughs> on into young blood. That was it. 
No, that's but, true. But at that time, Celtics, all they needed was a big man. So he was the he was the missing piece. And that's why they made it to the playoff and they made it so far. And when he got hurt, that was a wrap for them like a burrito. So my thing was when he left the Suns, bro, l- l- listen, when we, we young, but when we wake up in the morning, come on now, we know if we really want to go to work or not. So you're telling me this dude Shaq woke up after the Suns and all those injuries and, and never said to himself, yeah, I'm going to retire, man. I, I'm done with basketball, man. But you telling me he got the phone call and they said, yo, Shaq, come play, come play for a season. We'll give you a million dollars for the season. All right, cool. I'll come play for a million. Bro, right there, he should have been like, nah, I can't take the money, man. I don't, don't want to play basketball no more. I'm done. I'm done. But no, he came and played, wasted our time, wasted our big man space, <laughs> got hurt, and went home. And instead of saying, yeah, I'm going to get better so I can give you another season, he was like, ah. I'm done with basketball, man. I I I I'll go on TNT and, and sit there and report about basketball live, man. Y'all y'all be all right, yo. I was I was vexed. Well, in fairness, he might have told them that he was planning on retiring, but you know he'll see he'll he'll go for a season or two. That might have been. In the I will contract. also say waking up realizing you you ain't ready for work, but <laughs> knowing you can get the bag for doing just being there. I right, I'll show up. Yo, I'm sorry, guys and girls. That's an inside joke. <laughs> That's an inside joke. But, yo, he right, though. He right. Um, I don't know, You saying the mill, just the sand? Just to, yeah. I, I mean, get, get hacked and so I could get back into the free throw line and just catch a rebound and then walk to the other side of the court? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I got you. Oh man, like I said, I'm 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 over the beef with him, but I gotta find <laughs> out about that Nicholas Cage beef. That that's wild to me. Nah, I don't. I gotta find I, I, out. It, it might not be anything to find out. I have another brother <laughs> who had. Remember? Oh, y'all remember the movie Above the Rim? Yeah. The main character. He didn't like them. He he hates him. He hates his, He hates. I don't. Bl- I don't blame him because that's that's the dude from the Temptations, right? Nah. No, no, that's nah, a different guy. That's think- a different guy. Okay, the dude, he's also in power. I think he plays like the politician or the lawyer in power. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Oh, um, I, I um, forgot the his guy name. who, um, shoot, the guy who was in uh, the, Luke um, Cage, Tate. who yeah. was playing off as, uh, um, shoot, I forget his name. Hold on. He was playing oh. as Luke Cage, and he was, they, they, they were comparing him to, uh, um, what do you call it, Wu Tang. They yeah. thought he, that, that he would call him on the part of the Wu-Tang. He, he, he was a huge fan. He actually visited Um, He went on tour with them once. So he was like, he throwing a few show-ups. So Hold on. Yeah, he was with the Wu-Tang. And I was like, well, okay. Hold on. Um, he's an actor. Let me see if I can um find him. Let's see. What's this dude's name, man? Hold on. He played in a lot of movies, man. Okay, man. Sweet Christmas. Oh, Dwayne Martin. Ah. Doesn't like him. Can't stand him. Can't watch anything with him in it. Doesn't want to see him in person. Just just can't stand him. Just doesn't like his face. I don't don't like his face. I don't don't like him. (laughs) I mean, I'll give give your boy that there is something about... Dwayne Martin's face, that's kind of a little suspect. <laughs> like he, he he looked like he up to no good. Like he looked like the type of brother if you go to the bar with your girl, everybody's chilling, you go use the bathroom, he's whispering sweet nothing in your girl's ear. And you're like, yo, bro, what you doing, man? Oh, I'm just Maybe talking now. Nah. 
maybe that's it. I don't know. He <laughs> said, nah, you ain't talking, man. You doing more than that. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, man. And I remember I met, I met this other brother. We was talking about legends and in, in, in hip hop. And um, I mentioned Professor Griffin. This dude went crazy. He started dropping, F him, F him. He's there. I'm like, what's wrong with Professor Griffin? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Man. And I know Griff. I mean, you know, I mean, I know I've I've, I've met with him. I've hung with him. But I mean, I'm just like, what's wrong with Griff? <laughs> like, what? What? With F Professor Griff? Yeah. Oh like, my what? goodness. I'm like, yo, what? He slept with your girl or something? Like, what are you so <laughs> so upset about man? Like, no, nah, man. Forget him, man. Forget him, man. Uh, he's this. He's that. Like, okay. All right. I didn't know that dude. I just mentioned him. He just, you know how you yeah, mention yeah. somebody, you're not really talking to him. He's, oh, it's that dude. Yeah, he's going on a tangent. <laughs> Relax, man. Oh, my goodness. So, I don't know, man. It's... It is what it is, man. Yo, yeah. let it, <laughs> let us know. You, we, got two, we got two homework assignments for y'all down below in the comments. Let us know your top five anime fights. And then I know not a lot of people ask, it, ask this question, but let us know who is someone you just don't like, you know? And, and then if you can give us a reason without using profanity, of course, or too much rage, let us know who is it that you don't like. And if it's one of us, let us know. Maybe we could talk it out and, and try to squawk the beef, but let us know down below uh, who is it that you don't like in your top five anime fights or uh cartoons or whatever whatever um you watch in top five top five fights with that being said once again thank you for tuning in to the triverse we appreciate y'all listening we appreciate y'all feedback we appreciate y'all energy that vibration you're radiant through the universe you know we appreciate it so wherever you get your podcast from thank you for listening and thank you for listening on the youtube leave your comments down below on the youtube if you want to contact us all our links will be in the description uh we'll see you on the next episode peace peace Peace, peace, bless, bless.